Welcome to Next Gen Movement, our sole mission to empower tomorrow's leaders by harnessing and unleashing collective wisdom, lessons and experiences of thought leaders within the community. So RJ. Yes. Can you please name a time that was highly stressful, full of adversity that made you the person who you are today? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I am always stressed, so I can answer that question based on many situations. But to be honest with you, I'd say one of the greatest times in my life that I was facing adversity was in 2010 when I decided to get sober. So I'd been a chronic alcoholic pretty much from the age of 13 and trying to pick myself up and get out of that situation was extremely difficult. Now, there's a long story about how and why and everything that kind of went into my recovery process, but I can honestly say that it was the most difficult time of my life. And at the time, I thought the odds were insurmountable. I had a lot of good help from a lot of great people around me. And it was probably the greatest learnings that I ever had about myself. There was time in my life where I learned about really what made me tick and my capabilities to overcome those adversities that I was facing at the time. So I would say that's when my life really hit a pivotal moment. I realized that I could overcome anything. Respect. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm going to edit this. <laughs> I like Paris. Paris, I actually prefer you in the morning. Oh, you're the only person on the planet, but thank you. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like this side of you. You kind of ditzy and kind of, it's cool. You're not all like, let me come up in there and change your brand and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> let me come up in there and re strategize. Can you leave that part in, Toph, please? Yeah, like RJ's impression. Yeah. <laughs> I will, bro. I will for sure, man. <laughs> Huh? She, did when she, come in, she came into our boardroom. She pounced in there. She's like, I pounced? Seriously. No, she didn't. She didn't really, but I got to put some on it, okay? So, so, Zach, can you tell us about a time that you faced adversity in your life and how you handled that particular situation? Yeah. Um, so, I guess from the age of 18 to 22. Uh, well, probably a little bit earlier, maybe 16 to 22. Um, I developed a pretty severe gambling addiction and coupled with um, drugs and alcohol. And um, I think I was 22. Uh, I had about 60 grand worth of debt and, and it was all like credit cards and personal loans. I wasn't any, any good debt. Um, and Basically, I was either going to go bankrupt at 22 or, um, you know, sort of seek a bit of help. And, and thankfully, I met, um, I met RJ and, uh, and he sort of helped me get sober and, and you know, identified as an alcoholic and, and, and alcoholism was kind of, you know, infiltrated throughout my sort of earlier years and, and certainly to that point. And, um, you know, getting sober and, and ultimately... Um, you know, I'm 27 today and I've cleared that debt. Like I paid, up, paid back every cent. And, um, you know, it's, it, it taught me so much about me. And, and I don't have any doubt 
now that, like, basically the way I look at it is I'm so thankful that that happened because if I can get through that period of my life, like, I literally know what to do And I may not have achieved what I wanted to achieve in the amount of time that I wanted to achieve it in. Um, you know, as I said, I'm 27. I had some pretty ambitious, ambitious goals at 22 getting sober. I thought I was going to change the world by now. But, um, you know, I know I'm on the right path. And, I, and I'm getting better each day and I'm continually learning. And I think having access to some really good mentors, not only RJ, but a couple of other people in my life um, from an early age helped me develop a growth mindset and, and ultimately just continue to, to learn and develop myself. And, you know, through that, um, I've, I've gone back to school, I started my MBA, you know, all these things that I never thought I'd do. Um, and I've only, I guess, had the willingness to do as a result of going through that um, adversity in my life. So, yes, it was highly stressful and there was times, you know, I was crying and, and like literally, you know, I was, I was considering, you know, ending it all through that period. But um, I guess having the ego bruised enough to, to not, not, not think I had the answers anymore and just kind of take some direction was ultimately the, you know, as paradoxical as it is, Surrendering was the way I could achieve, and, and it was the way I could succeed. And, and um, you know, without that period, wouldn't be where I am today. And I wouldn't have met you guys. When was a period in your life that uh, you faced great adversity and were under a lot of stress, uh, shaping you to who you are today? I think that for me, pretty much a lot of my growing up years all teens and you know to mid-20s was very stressful I think uh, you know I had a lot of pressure internally that I put on myself to be perfect and not make mistakes and look like everyone else and through that I developed eating disorders in my teens I went through a lot of depression and anxiety um, in my early 20s I started partying a lot I was always putting band-aids over my feelings and never actually kind of understanding that it's okay to be who I am and it's okay to make mistakes and you grow from those mistakes and that's what makes them beautiful. And now, you know, coming into 30 years old, it's exciting because I know that I've learned so much about myself and about other people that I can now help other people kind of see that it's not all doom and gloom and you will go through periods where life really tests you, but that's where you work out what you're made of. That's a good answer, Paris. (laughs) 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 You're funny. You ready? (laughs) Oh, you're good. Toph, tell us about a time where you feel like life threw you an absolute curveball and you rose above it and became a better man. Yeah, I appreciate that question. Uh, There was a time where suicide seemed like the only answer several, several times. And that happened because I was not happy with the person I had. I had a lot of fear and shame because of sexual abuse, because of... I was not happy with the person I was 
looking in the mirror and I wanted to mask every issue with drugs and alcohol. And over time that took a toll on the body and it created a domino effect in the worst way possible. And I was living in unworthiness and abandonment and powerlessness. And those three created such a myriad of emotion um, that it took over my body. Fortunately, I was, I learned to be vulnerable and that's why I'm so open today because that's a core trait of mine. And I'm very thankful for everyone, everyone from the older women I have that are mentors to the people, every one of you guys right here and to the people that I've come across in my life that have helped shape me who I am. And obviously I thank myself first of all, because I could not do this without myself. I have to definitely acknowledge myself. Um, there was a point where I had no self-love. Now I have all self-love. So I'm very fortunate enough to say that. Um, how it's turned around, I, I, I think I'm still on this big journey, but I've, I've knocked off a few feats that I'm still trying to fathom that is even possible. But it's my own, I'm on my own journey, but I'm here to share it. And... I'm very grateful to go through that because I would most definitely not be the person I am today. So going through the feelings of suicide is probably ironically and paradoxically the most great, uh, the best thing that could ever happen to me. Great answer. So I'm going to continue on. I'm going to have, I've got another question. So I'm going to pass this on to RJ and then RJ can continue up. RJ, yeah. I'm hearing a trend between us all that we've had certain people in our lives. Yeah obviously lessons learned tell tell our community why you wanted to start the next gen movement with the character you have yeah so for me <clears throat> where i've gotten today is on the back of a lot of guidance and a lot of mentorship that i've aggregated across different areas of my life so there was never a single source of truth i had to go and find that truth and certainly within the business community that I operate in and within, you know, the companies that I've worked within, it's never necessarily been very easy to have these kind of conversations. So for me, one, I connect with individuals that have a story and have, you know, been through challenges. Now, those challenges look different to each and every individual, and we all own and manage those challenges differently. So you know, we all have our version of hard and our own difficulties. So I thought to myself that if the need was there for myself to go and find, you know, mentorship and guidance, there must be a need out in the greater community. And connecting with you guys, you know, each one of you, you guys are all younger than me um, by at least seven years. And when I met each one of you, I saw something in myself that I saw in you, but I also saw a significant X factor in each one of you. And I felt that if we can harness the group collectively, we could impact these individuals that I'm talking about that are within communities that really want to be vulnerable and have real and deep and meaningful connections. And maybe we can make the dissemination of information easier to find and more accessible than it was for myself when I was trying to find truth and guidance and mentorship. I obviously had it through individuals like Matt Barbuto, but 
you know, Matt and I were only working together for a very short space in time. So for me, it was about, you know, harnessing uh, the collective power of us four to then go out into, you know, the world, find information through thought leaders and individuals out there that had wisdom and then pass that information to people within organizations that need it. Right. So that way we can connect on a deeper level. So that's why I was really passionate about this. And that's why I am passionate about this. So I hope, you know, that kind of answers your question. All right. Now I'm going to pay that question forward. So young Paris, even though you're turning 30, you're still young to me. I want to ask you, um, what about the next gen movement? Uh, really piqued your interest and why did you feel it was so important for you to be involved with this movement? For me, I love talking about um, things that are going on in people's lives, things that are going on in the world. And I feel that next gen movement provides an opportunity to have uncomfortable conversations and from uncomfortable conversations or you know, learning from people that have triumphed over adversity. You can learn a lot about yourself, but you can also learn tools when you get to a situation that's similar. You can probably handle it or feel like you handle it a little bit better. And for me, Next Gen Movement is an opportunity for me to help others, really, at the kind of core of it but also to facilitate more conversations where people are talking about things and airing it and um, providing themselves with an opportunity to look at themselves more deeply and find in other people ways that they can kind of feel better and feel happier and achieve more. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Zach? Um. What about you? I think, um, yeah, the, 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 the quality I think we all share um, that is super rare to find is uh, like the ability to be vulnerable. And I think you only get to that stage or that level of comfort through going through, um, you know, something challenging in people going through something challenging in their life that helps define who they are. Um, and having, I think that's where some of the, the greatest um, ideas and uh, you know creative minds kind of work at the best is, is when they're at that raw kind of level because um, you know ultimately it's just how uh, how that, that like the, the rawness and, the, and I guess the, the true self comes out and that's what I got in each of everyone in you guys. I think um, it's such, such a powerful feeling and, and such a, a, a phenomenal experience that it's it's amazing. Or I guess it's 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 scary the kind of possibilities that could be out there if more people had access to this kind of level of awareness. If that makes sense, and I think that's why um, the next gen movement uh, really resonated with me. And I and I think. Um, very similar to what RJ went through in terms of um, seeing a, a kind of an X factor in, in each, every one of us. Like, I got the same. And, um, you know, whilst we're all from different walks of life, there's, there's a, a level of um, 
commonality that's minister. And I think um, it's 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 exciting that we, we kind of it feels as though our values are, are like I've never actually met Toe Fit in real life, but like I feel like my brothers, you know, like um, and I, I think that's really awesome. And I think with the power of technology today and, and seeing some of the things that have kind of um, you know walked before us, like uh, LinkedIn Local, and like there, there's just so much disconnect in in the world that we can almost tie this back in together with connection through technology. Tof, what about you? Man, that was beautifully said. And I have mutual feelings, brother. I feel like when I meet you, you're going to get a big hug from me. Uh, <laughs> the, the reason I wanted to do this is giving back is a value, like a core value of mine. And I used to give back by putting myself through insane endurance events. And it wasn't healthy because I had a, a massive level of, people pleasing that was i had to go to therapy for that um that was stemmed from childhood uh nowadays it's for me i can share those lessons and the beautiful thing about human beings we're made of the same elements right we're all made up of carbon oxygen nitrogen water and carbon and essentially it's carbon that makes us all look different but we've all got these shared experiences that we can share and we can give to other people that is going through something tough or that don't have the answers, no matter what, how old you are. And it's for me to have, to have the, like so much gratitude to actually have, to put myself in those situations, but to share it too. Um, and to do it with you three incredible people, it's, it's an absolute blessing. So what originally started as an idea of a coffee with RJ has manifested and blossomed and flourished into this magnificent beast that we have that I can see continuing for the many generations to come. And that's essentially what, what this is about. So I'm going to, I said we bring this around full circle and I'm going to bring around the other, the other direction. So I'm going to ask you Paris, what is the number one piece of game changing advice that you would give to the next generation? Oh, no pressure. Um, the big question for 7.44 a.m. Melbourne time and 6.44 Brisbane time a.m. Um. <laughs> we actually caught Matt Barbuto off guard with this one. And he doesn't get caught off guard very easily. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I might want to put it into two parts. So firstly, make mistakes. I think that's really important. Um, but when you make those mistakes, come out of it with something that you've learnt, whether it's about yourself, about other people, and put that into play moving forward. So I think it's really important that with the next generation growing up, there's so much pressure and social media and, you know, celebrity and all of this stuff that, you know, I had trouble growing up and going through high school about my own opinion about myself. And I didn't see Kim Kardashian on Instagram every morning. So there's a whole nother level of things that are coming through. And I think that once easier said than done, but if everyone can realize that they don't need to be perfect, that they need to make mistakes in order to grow. And that's part of being human and how they come out of those mistakes really develops them into the next 
version of themselves and they can always get better. You can always grow from your mistakes and come out the other side a stronger and more of yourself person. Things you wish you told yourself at 12 years old. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. Unfortunately, you can't that you can't package up wisdom and sell it and give it. It has to be experiential to some degree. Mm. Agreed. I guess I'll answer the question then, since yeah. I'm talking. Um, for me, I would suggest uh, that whether it be the next gen or, or any individual at any place in their life, my piece of game changing advice would be to challenge your dysfunction, to really look at your dysfunctional areas and your areas in your life that are not congruent to how you want to live or they're not working. Do not close the door anymore on your dysfunction face it and deal with it. And it is my experience and experience of many people that I know that when you do that, you will gain the greatest level of insights about yourself and you will find out that you have much more to offer, much more capability and much more strength than you realize. And you'll transform through your dysfunction. So again, it's, you know, don't run away from hard. Don't run away from the challenging areas in your life. Run towards them because ultimately when you face and deal with those particular challenges or dysfunction, that's what's going to ultimately enable you to transform as an individual. And that's why we're here. That's why I believe we're here on this planet. So, Zach? Uh, yeah, I love both those answers. I think if I could give uh, one piece of, of game-changing advice to the next gen, um, I would say I would learn more about ego and um, do everything you can to, I guess, develop an understanding of um, operating from ego and operating from fear. And I know for myself that um, you know, I'm, I'm just imagining going back to my 15 year old self, so fearful of whatever I thought of me. And I think as, as I said, that is exacerbated in today's day with the amount of social media um, and, and comparing that is just so ingrained in society. And um, it's actually hindering people being their true selves because they're so scared because we don't have this safe environment because everything we do gets judged. And I think, um, again, some of the greatest minds or some of the, um, the, the, the greatest thought leaders in uh, you know, our, our, our generation always talk about you know, the, the fear and, and, and the ego kind of um, driving action. It's it's so it's so difficult to articulate and and, and it, like, it's so difficult to teach someone to say hey this is how you should operate because.
because ultimately, as Paris said, like that failure and that, um, and, and you know, we can all attest to this, is why all those mistakes that we made in our life ultimately shaped us to who we are right now. So it's kind of, it's, it's hard because if you don't go through those struggles, you probably don't get the insight and coming out the other side, yet you can learn um, from reading books and, and, you know, I guess talking to people that have walked um, the path before you about how that may impact their life. But um, I don't think that there's enough kind of education or um, knowledge being shared at that yeah, you know, like I think 15 is the perfect number, you know, at, 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 at a if we could get a group of 15-year-olds in a room kind of help um, share our experiences and knowledges, and I think that is the perfect age to kind of develop some level of understanding around what makes us tick. And, and I think if... If me at a 15-year-old had a level of awareness to, to, to work out, okay, if I did something, was I was I acting out of ego? Was that my true self? And I think if, if I could have that, I would have had a very different last you know, 12 years. And I think, again, if if that generation could, could develop that, it's it's insane what could be achieved because, um, you know, that we know that millennials are going to be kind of, Leading us in, 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 into, the, into the future um, in terms of how rapid tech's advancing, and I think um, if, if we could kind of get uh, get them at, at the age where they're probably most vulnerable, then it's it's scary what we'll be achieving. Uh, so, if I had one piece of game-changing advice that I could give to the next generation, <coughs> it would be focus on your self-concepts so uh, the big the hardest uh, insecurity I've had to ever deal with is people pleasing um, and doing everything for everyone else except myself and that of the cup of the soul how you meant to give if your cup is empty but how you meant to give if you've given away your cup and that one hit me hard last year so doing things for myself first of all um, and like I have a very strict now stringent I should say um, self-care regimen in the morning where I don't check my phone first thing or I avoid it um, the only thing I do is un is to I guess turn off the alarm and that's it um, and taking care of myself and doing things myself first of all because the moment I can look after myself then I can look after then I can give from there the moment I can love myself then I can give that love and share that love so for me it's avoiding as much people pleasing and that comes down to removing that label of do i fit into this label of society because this is what is being told no fuck no i'm just trying to be the best version of toe that's it it's just fucking toe first toe for me and it's paris versus paris and zach versus zach and it's Ajay versus Ajay, and whoever's listening versus themselves but we use what we've learned to come together to unite that and connection it comes back to what um, zach said before we bridge that gap of that connection so for me, it's before you can have that connection, you have to have that connection with yourself. And that comes back to what Ajay said, you have to face that dysfunction because going inside is one of the most scariest things that could ever, we could ever do. And it comes back to facing our monsters, right? Um, 
so that is the one piece of game changing advice I could give. Thanks guys. That was absolutely sensational. And I appreciate the facing monsters piece, especially because that's something Paris has to do every morning when she wakes up and she has to look in her closet or under her bed to make sure there's no yeah, monsters. <laughs> <laughs>